1: Hi there, you are listening to the Daily Home Edit, the official podcast from the team at Home Beautiful. I'm features editor Holly Byrne, and today I am joined by a true DIY style queen, an author, photographer, and the brains behind lifestyle website Collective Gen, Geneva Vanderzil. Welcome to the studio, Geneva. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. <laughs> As the brains behind lifestyle website Collective Gen, And a stylist and an author and photographer yourself, you definitely know a thing or two about creating a beautiful space. So I wanted to get you in to find out what exactly your secrets are when it comes to creating a beautiful space.
0: Where do you start, first of all? Well, I think you actually start with the not so beautiful bits and pieces of the room, which I think is where some of us can fall down because you know, you just go straight to the mood boarding of the styling. But I think actually it's really important to start with um, a base understanding of, you know, what the function of the room is and understanding, you know, what major pieces of furniture you're going to need and really just making a list or a catalogue of what that room needs to be um, so that in the end it's beautiful but also it works really well and it's really comfortable to be in. Perfect. I love a list. A bit of a Me stop too, take. I'm an addict, a <laughs> <I'll> list addict.
1: <laughs> so then what's next? With you mentioned the beautiful part, the mood boards. Mm-hmm. I personally get so overwhelmed when it comes to mood boarding and looking for inspiration because I feel like I totally start questioning my style and what I like. <laughs> There's just so much out there. How do we narrow it down?
0: Yeah, I think I think it's definitely worth, you know, doing that process of Pulling out some pages from the magazine and looking at what works together. I think mood boarding can be overwhelming, but it's a really, really important step. So maybe it's about a time pressure that you sometimes think, oh, I need to do this quickly. I think you should definitely just take your time with mood boarding and make also some like Pinterest boards and start pulling out the elements that really appeal to you.
1: So, what are we looking for once I've got all my inspiration pictures? Should I be looking for colours or pieces or? How do I start to turn my mood board into reality?
0: I think that the first place to start really is about the colour palette. That will help you make a lot of decisions about the smaller elements and the styling of the room. So that's about really understanding what you like. Maybe you love neutrals or maybe you like bright colours or maybe you want to start with some neutrals and then add in some bright colours or some some other highlight shades. Beautiful. Is there anything
1: I should be looking for particularly to be inspired by a palette, like, should I look for a statement piece and use that to dictate the rest of the room or vice versa?
0: That's definitely one thing that you can do. So say, for example, you're doing a living room and you know you want a, a bright coloured catch. Well, that's really going to be the statement piece for the room. And I think the whole room should flow around that. Um, one thing I also love to do is to use patterns as a guide for choosing a colour palette. I think it's sometimes really hard to like imagine how colours will be together or even just photos can be great. In our house we have a colour palette of like a dusty pink and khaki and that was because I'd seen a photo of like this beautiful garden I think in Mexico where those colours were used together and I thought you might think they won't work but when you see them together in context they do.
1: Amazing, I love that palette should we be looking for a neutral to use as a base, or are we reading into it too much if we start to create those kind of rules?
0: I definitely always you know get a neutral as a base and for me, that's something light and bright, but for you that could be you know dark neutrals, um, greys, grey tones, or black even. But I think that that helps to ground the colour that you use. It's important to look at the room and see what colours there already. So in our house, we have like quite a warm timber floor and very white walls. So it was important to look at what colours would work with that rather than trying to choose a colour palette that's very um, not related to the space itself. When it comes to picking those pieces,
1: what should we be looking out for?
0: I'm all about buying the best that you can afford. And so that means, you know, like opting for quality. So hardwood frames, you know, good quality fabrics, furniture that's going to last. Recently, I had a curbside collection in my local area and you can kind of see what people are throwing out and you can see the furniture that doesn't last. So that's kind of uh, the thing that you want to avoid because you really want to hold those pieces, you know, in your space for as long as possible.
1: Absolutely. And what about in terms of colour in the furniture? Should we keep it neutral to be safe? Or if we fall in love with something, should we just go right in? I think if
0: if it's your space, you should do whatever you want. <laughs> Even
1: if it's a bright red leather couch?
0: Even if it's a bright red leather couch. It, it never would
1: be, but I want to see what he would say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any hard and fast rules about that. I think then you'd be looking at how you can make the rest of the space work with that couch. Um, you need to be quite sure about, you know, your choice in order to make, you know, a bit of a gamble like that. But if you're sure, um then do it. I mean, if you're the type of person that is indecisive and is likely to change your mind, just go for something neutral because that's never going to like offend you in the future.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'm the most indecisive person. So (laughs) I would never choose that bright red leather
0: couch. (laughs) So
1: we want to splurge in our furniture to make sure it lasts. Where are some ways we can save when it comes to decorating the rooms? How do we jazz it up, add that extra layer without spending a fortune?
0: Well, I, I love to add, you know, rugs and plants and then smaller decor items like cushions and vases and stuff like that. I think all of those things are things that you can kind of make yourself or you can you can buy something more simple and update it to give it a bit more character.
1: Is there anything that we are missing from our dream room? Do you think? Are there any forgotten elements that people always seem to overlook?
0: I think the floors, so like rugs, really set the tone for a room, whether that's colour or whether that's texture. I think if you have a great rug on the floor, that, you know, really brings so much life to a room. And also just plants. I feel like more more is more when it comes to plants and it's bound to give your room life. I couldn't agree
1: more. Thank you so much for your expert advice today.
0: Thank you that's a wrap for
1: the daily home edit today thanks for tuning in if you liked what you heard please do rate review and subscribe or let us know what you thought by sliding into our dms on insta at home beautiful see you next time